This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Um, yeah, I do. I do feel responsible for it. Um, and uh, it's something that I regret and that's partly why I'm here talking to you, so that I can talk to, so that so that people can know about what this company does, um, what this company is. That is the voice of Christopher Wiley, the now infamous Canadian whistleblower uh, behind a, an explosive story about a, fa- a Facebook data breach that essentially took more than 50 million users' data and then used it to target and manipulate you with. Uh, most of the American audience, but possibly you, with propaganda that would help Trump in the last election. And Wiley himself said that it was a grossly unethical experiment that played with an entire country, the psychology of an entire country. Now, the company is called Cambridge Analytics, and it's a data company said to have played um, a major role in the Brexit campaign pushing out again this targeted propaganda that would help the Leave side. So, in 2014, a guy named Steve Bannon invested in the company. Yeah, that guy, that Bannon, who would become a key figure in the presidential win for Trump. And Wiley admits that he helped create what he calls a psychological warfare tool that used big data and social media to tilt the election in Trump's favor. Here's what he says uh, about his reaction to this experiment? I think that, you know, yes, it was a grossly unethical experiment because you are playing with an entire country, the psychology of an entire country without their consent or awareness. And not only are you, like, playing with the psychology of of an entire nation, you're playing with the psychology of an entire nation in the context of the democratic process. So... How often is this happening? I can't imagine that this is the first time that data collection off of social media has been used against political interests. Mr. Wiley, incidentally, did, in fact, at one point work for the Liberal Party uh, in the uh, Stéphane Dion years. Um, So he's got the political know-how. He knows how elections work. But how often is it happening here? Let's bring in John Raz because he is a former Liberal War Room director and uh, I reached out to him to ask this question, like, how prevalent is it? Hey, John. How are you tonight? Well, I'm doing just fine until I heard you say, <laughs> it happens all the time. And I was like, what? <laughs> so let me just take us back a little bit, because I think a lot of people use Facebook as a tool to keep in contact with their friends. But there's no question in the last two or three years, Facebook has become uh, an all-out ground war for election uh, debate. I-, I can't stand Facebook. I only I-, I use Twitter, but everything I put on Twitter then goes to my Facebook. I don't even check Facebook. Uh, just I do know that people fight constantly over politics and are being bombarded by propaganda. Look, uh, back when Facebook started, I mean, I wasn't popular in high school, and I didn't want to be popular now, so I chose not to join Facebook. Joking aside... It seemed to me, as somebody who ran war rooms and ran campaigns, not only here, but around the world, that if you are on Facebook and you are going to tell people 
where you are, where you're on vacation, who your friends are. Your friends list is right there. And you're going to give up all of that privacy that it is and was and remains and will always be inevitable that people will mine that data. And so what I would say to you is, first of all, I've never heard of Mr. Wiley. I, I'm sure he worked for the Liberal Party somewhere in some place, et cetera. And I find it adorable, adorable that he thinks he invented or had something to do with an experiment. Uh, countries like Russia, who were probably the leaders in this sort of technology in terms of elections in post-Soviet states, uh, all the way back to 2004, the Orange Revolution, where in, in Ukraine we were watching them do this. They love Facebook. Everywhere anybody goes, you go to Facebook. Mining Facebook right up to this very second is very easy. And the more you put up about yourself, the more any political party and all of them use technologists and all of them use agencies in this country, in the United States, in Europe, around the world, wherever there are contested elections. There is a data uh, service. There is a consultant that is using Facebook, this, this rich trove of, of, of information about everybody and who their friends are and how they think and how they might vote. Mm-hmm. That's happening right now. It's going to happen tomorrow. And so... Instead of talking about what is an absurd proposition that this is something new, let's all realize that if you're going to be on Facebook and you're going to tell people who you are and who your friends are, without breaking the law, people can mine your data and your information because people are careless. Right. And, and, and we are warned constantly about, you know, um, your information being um mind but you're right you can walk by a store I, I didn't dawn on me because I'm such a duh that when I walked by a certain clothing store all of a sudden an ad would pop up well that's because I've got a smartphone with a someone who's been collecting my data and might know the kinds of brands that I wear and oh yeah I just happen to be by that store and an ad pushes out right when I'm walking by and I you know go into that store but you're right that, it's that by the way was an idea that was promoted and publicized in a film called Vanilla Sky uh, with Tom Cruise I can't believe I just promoted Tom I can't believe you actually watched Vanilla Sky. (laughs) Here's the point. Here's the point. As long as you want to be part of social media, and and by the way, the new generation, I mean, whatever we call them, they have a million names, the under-25 generation, understand that everything they do on social media is forever, that they have no privacy, and they're okay with it. In the same way that citizens, I suppose, in the Soviet Union became used to the fact that they had no privacy, and they got used to it. Right. So the, the point being this. There's about to be a provincial election. Let's bring it back to Canada and even here in Ontario. There's about to be a provincial election here in Ontario. All three major parties are data mining, using firms that are looking at people's relationships online, hiring people to do it. Uh, I don't know whether they're breaking the law or not. I'm not an expert in that, but there's nothing new about it. It's been going on for 10, 15 years. And all that's happened here with Cambridge Analytica is that they got caught not only doing that, but also saying some horrible things about, you know, sort of compromising politicians, et cetera. And then, of course, today, let's be fair, because that was an attack on the Republicans, uh, one of the data miners for the Obama people admitted that Facebook gave them a pass Mm -hmm. in terms of securing and using data to target what's called micro-targeting voters. Right, and I I mean, for our listeners... um... The the whole, I think, the the premise of the story, or a big part of the story that was uh, revealed in The Guardian, uh, now, now making waves around the world, is that, you know, people weren't asked for this data. But again, 
um, when you're on social media putting pictures up uh, of your every aspect of life, I mean, do you, would you really be surprised that no one asked you, is it okay if I, you know... <laughs> every time you do a broadcast or I wrote an article for the Post or whatever, I yeah. assume when it went up online, people could find it and they could use it, you know, uh, in my favor or not, etc. So let's talk about what we might want to advise Canadians, Ontarians, Torontonians, whatever they are, to do. If you're going to be on Facebook, be cautious about what you put up there. If you're going to be on Facebook, understand, uh, because one of the competitions in Facebook is for the number of followers, that if you're going to let everybody who applies to follow your Facebook account, Mm -hmm. follow it, assume that some of them don't actually know you and might have corporate or political interests. I can't imagine why I get so many letters from some guy in Nigeria, but I do. I have yet to respond to him, but he's very persuasive. I'm going to be rich, John. Rich! I I assure you there nothing ever disappears from the Internet, (laughs) that every political party uses these technologies within or sometimes outside of the law. The laws are very gray. They're very hard to enforce. So let me step in there because I'm running out of time, but... You know, to me, I look at this and I say social media is the very thing that is destroying the thing that we cherish most, which is our democracy. Am I wrong? I don't know if that's true. I think if everybody takes responsibility for what they're putting up there and their privacy, et cetera, I mean, the headline on the HuffPost night on the Huffington Post is how to get off Facebook. Do you know it takes two weeks and about 20 hoops just to get off Facebook and actually get them to delete your data? Hmm. That's how hard. If we're going to solve these problems... Ask everybody, every citizen to be responsible for themselves, and let's pass some laws that have these social media providers make it very easy to get off if you decide to right. get off that ship. Yeah, then you know what? I, I, this would get, uh, part of, this would get uh, support, I think, across all three parties if they did that, because I think there is a, um, uh, you know, a realization now that people are, are not protected because they just didn't think about it. That's correct. So everybody beware. Yeah. John will be de- mining your data, and you won't even know. You'll be violated. Oh, I'm out of that business. <laughs> Guys like you, you're friends. <laughs> All right, I got I to gotta check out there. But thanks so much, John. Take care. John Raz joining us to talk about something I think folks have no idea what's going on, including myself.